Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am joined in studio with my team member, Mary Baker. Hello, Mel. Hello, Mary. Good evening. Good evening. Um, Although we might replay this on a Saturday, so good morning. Good morning. (laughs) Just in case. Good morning, just in case. I'm fidgeting here with my pieces of paper, and all I can think about, I've been watching the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, like all the little um, videos, the trial. I, I'm like, I want to be Camille. Oh, I yeah. I want to be Camille, and I, I want to be the defense attorney. Yeah, everyone's going crazy for her, saying that she's... Well, she's not yeah. even defense. She's prosecution. She's killing it. She's... she's 37 killing. years old, killing it. Killing it. Um, well, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've been watching it, too, but uh, not, like, I, I guess more of, like, the highlights and stuff. Because... Well, that's what I'm watching, is the highlights. And, I mean, there's some crazy goes, stuff. In real time, it goes pretty slow. Like, yeah, you know I think mean? they've been in trial for, I think they said, like, 24 or 36 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Um, yeah, so hopefully... We're know, only with the, you for 45 minutes yeah. or an hour. That'll be over maybe this week or next week or something. I don't know. Depends on when you listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> it might already be over by the time you listen to this show. Um, but, yeah, so we are uh, live in studio tonight. Um, we we sure are. are. going to be set up on Facebook, so um, if uh, Mary's going to take the reins for a second and uh, we'll, we'll get us set up on, on Facebook. But um, we are not joined tonight by Sharon McNamara. She is um, still away. Um, celebrating Casey and Dustin's wedding in Greece. I think they went to Scotland today, mm-hmm. so they're, and we um, were able to watch the wedding. It was so we were able to live stream. Or they they live streamed yeah. it, but we were able to watch it here, and it was absolutely gorgeous. It was yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, they just had like the best views, and you can. Just I've never seen water so blue in my life. I know it was. It, it almost looked fake, but we knew it was real because <laughs> really? we we knew that they were really going. <laughs> we knew that they were going, but uh, yeah, it looked it looked beautiful, and um, Casey looked beautiful, and and Dustin so handsome. Oh, so yeah. Um, so, so yeah, congratulations. 
congratulations to the newest Mr. and Mrs. Hughes. Yes, congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Hughes. Um, I think they're going off on their honeymoon or, or I something think so. today or, or tomorrow or whatever. They better be. They better not come home for a while. No, no, no. Um, but yes, congratulations to them. So Sharon is not joining us tonight, but she is here in spirit. Um, but w- tonight we are going to be talking about um, one of Mary's favorite things. I feel like Sharon has it, it 100% home. is. Sharon has septic systems, and I feel like you have this topic. So <laughs> I'm going to give uh, the show over to you for a second, and I'm going to set us up on Facebook. So why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about? Thank you. Thank you. Um, so tonight we thought it would be interesting to do a show kind of all around home inspections. So obviously we know that I work with, we work with a lot of buyers and sellers, but I work very heavily with buyers personally. And um, so I do a lot of home inspections and I really, we talk about um, priding ourselves in the educational process and home inspections are educational. That is what they are there for. They are there to bring to light um, any defects of the property that would otherwise have been unknown. And the reason we thought it was kind of interesting is because, or the reason we wanted to talk about it tonight, I should say, is we're seeing verbiage um, regarding home inspections continuously or evolve as our market is evolving. So, you know, uh, last week we did a show on um, the current market where we're at and kind of the shift that we're feeling in the market. And part of that shift was from previous months ago, we were seeing everybody waiving home inspections, waiving mortgage contingencies, you know, um, doing insane things with appraisal gap coverage, which I think we should do a show on that um, at some point. But now, I, with, with the shift that we're feeling in the market, we actually are seeing buyers kind of push back and having more home inspections. So I actually spoke to a few inspectors over last week and I asked them, you know, this time or March, I should say, I was talking to home inspectors and they were saying like, oh, we're really kind of slow. And then when I just spoke with them recently, they said, you know, we're feeling an uptick in home inspections. So that's kind of showing us that people, buyers are no longer waiving. not to say that you won't get one or two, but they're no longer waiving their home inspections and they're really um, kind of pushing back on that. So I'm hoping we're going to see a lot more home inspections. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you, you say you're hoping you're you're going to see a lot more. Are you seeing a lot more? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and, and we're going to, later in the show, we'll get into, you know, you're writing the offers for the buyers and, you know, how often are you seeing them waiving it, not waiving it or whatever. But as, you know, a listing agent, you are on a team with Sharon. Um, and when you get your, you know, offers in or, or even when I see other offers, are you seeing a lot of, of home inspections still? I definitely am. So, I mean, obviously we were talking last week about how, you know, the market shifting has caused, you know, where you were seeing 40 offers on one property. We were talking about Herringbrook this time last year. We're now seeing, you know, a lot less, right? There's five to 10 offers on properties and more along the five. You know, the realm is really, you have a few really good, still good offers to choose from, but you're not seeing an insane amount of offers. Obviously, every price point is different, but that's generally what I'm seeing. So as a listing agent, I mean, we just put a wonderful property under contract at um, 700 Center Street in Pembroke, and that property, we had three offers on it. Of those three offers, only one buyer waived their home inspection, Um, and that is actually not the offer that we accepted. So um, 
that just goes to show you, like, waiving your home inspection isn't always going to get you yeah. the deal. There's a combination of things that you can write into your offer. But one had a full inspection. The other had home inspection for informational purposes only. And then the third had a waived home inspection. Mm-hmm. And um, we ultimately ended up accepting the one that said info- informational only. And I want to get into that a little bit because... Um, I think it's important what what that means to different people or what that means to people is different. So what's the expectation of what info only actually means? I think that's something that we can dive into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had uh, Kyle and Alicia, Sharon's cousins, um, daughter's cousins on the other day. Or cousin's daughter. I said that the wrong way. Daughter's cousins. Daughter's cousins. No. That would be your niece. Yep. <laughs> um, but we had them on the other day and they did so on my own offers i don't waive home inspection very often i really don't um but on that particular property they did ultimately end up waiving their home inspection because it was a newer five years old newer condo um, and that definitely was one of the distinguishing factors in getting them the deal or getting their offer accepted i should say um but i've kind of delved into an fsr team member evis mason um she does a lot of um creative language when it comes to home inspections Hmm. so i'll talk about that a little bit too okay um where do we want to sort of start um with well did you tell everybody what an actual home inspection is no why don't you tell them what the home inspection is (laughs) (laughs) you're the one who goes to them i'm interviewing you this is this is this is an interview guys this is your uh this is your time to shine mary tell everybody what what you do so what is a home inspection who goes to the home inspection so a home inspection is essentially there for the buyer's information. I actually, I guess I did um, hit upon it. So you're hiring a third party, a licensed, um, and it is a regulated business, so it's a licensed home inspector to come through and basically give you an overview of the house. Um, So they're looking at the plumbing, the structure, the heating system, the roof, the siding, um, anything that goes into the house, the flooring, you know, they're looking for bugs they're looking for environmental hazards they're looking for all of that Mm -hmm. so um who goes to the home inspection you have your home inspector i believe that both parties as a buyer so if you're a single buyer you should be there but if you're also a couple i think both couples should both parties should be there Mm -hmm. um and your buyer's agent so that's typically those are the four necessary members that should be at the home inspection or necessary parties that should be at the home inspection what about a listing agent that's touch and go. Um, so listing agents usually will go and let you in, let you in as the buyer, introduce themselves, meet the home inspector, because most listing agents want to know what the um, demeanor of that, if they, especially if they're not familiar with them, but what that demeanor of that home inspector is prior to the inspection occurring. Mm-hmm. Um, some choose not to stay the entire time for the home inspection and kind of just let the buyers be with their home inspector and their agent so that they can feel as if they can talk freely and they're not being, I'm just going to loosely say, quote unquote, being spied on. Because mm-hmm. as I fe- that's what I feel Yeah. Um, some think we're doing. And then other times um, an agent might choose, a listing agent might choose to stay there in case you have any questions. Um, or if it's a property that they have a feeling i wouldn't say they know that things are going to come up but they have a feeling that multiple items might come up they might want to be there to kind of head off any um, dramatics right 
Yeah, and even like the homeowner, sometimes you know you're requested Never. to stay. No, I'm saying not the homeowner oh. being there. I'm saying the homeowner is gonna might request that. Oh, I was like, never agent. in a million years should no, a homeowner uh, ever be at their their own home inspection. No, let me finish my sentence. Sorry. The homeowner sometimes <laughs> asks the listing agent to go to the home inspection. Yeah. So even though, and I've heard you and Sharon explain this to your clients many times, you know, it's not really the quote unquote norm for a listing agent to be there. Anything that you hear or like mm-hmm. need to, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Disclosable. Disclose it. If anything is to come up, um, that you didn't know, you know, have prior knowledge to it before, um, you know, you, you have to tell people. Um, so it's not really, it's not like you're trying to hide anything. It's just that, you know, it's not really necessary to be there. Um, but you know, there are clients that, you know, expect and want their yep. their listing agent to be there um so it could that could be another person there um and that has to be explained to the buyer too because you know obviously you never want anybody to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the, with whoever is there but you know at that point it's it's still the seller's house you yeah. know and if they want their agent there then their agent will be there i think the only times that buyers and from my experience really get comfort uncomfortable with the listing agent being there is when they kind of are following you room to room mm-hmm. because it feels as if they're trying to, and this might not even be what they're trying to do, but it feels as if they're trying to catch something or yeah. that they're waiting for something to come up so that they can, you know, run and tell their sellers. It feels like being spied on. That's, yeah. that's really what it is. But generally, so I went, um, we had a home inspection here on, on Center Street on Saturday and I went over there, I opened everything up, and I met the buyers, their agent, their, um, I had already met them, they came through the open house, their agent, their home inspectors, and I stayed for about an hour, and I kind of chatted with them, we had a, we had a good conversation, um, I let them know a couple things about the property, I, I uh, talked to them, brought them through, you know, sellers interested in selling a couple of things, and then I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to leave you guys to do your thing, if you have any questions, I'm literally five minutes down the road, um, and I'll be right back. So just call me. Let me know. Within an hour, they were gone. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And but I'm sure they appreciated, like, A, you being there and just sort of explaining a couple of things, but also leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, leaving them to sort of do what they're supposed to be doing there. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. So during a home inspection, you know, what is it? that that the home inspector is really looking for. I know Sharon has said before, like, I, you know, I'm walking through a house in the buyer's yeah. eyes and I'm looking for whatever's wrong. And, you know, it, home inspections aren't necessarily negative. And I know that there are a lot of sellers who don't want offers that have home inspections in it. But you know what? Like, it, so it's, it's, it's not funny. all bad. It's, it's not funny all bad. that you say that because I hear, and this is something that occurred to me um right when we started i hear buyers say so this is from a buyer's perspective i hear buyers say often you know what happens if the home inspection fails i'm like so there really is no pass or fail it's not a pass fail there's no pass or fail there's a tolerance level so when you're going into a home inspection we try and set the expectation especially in today's market because you are even though the offers might be not as 
um, quantity-wise, not as many, you still are comp- competing against other offers and very strong offers. Mm-hmm. So when you get through home to a home inspection, you're looking at, or I tell buyers, you're focused on safety, structural health, um, safety, structural health, health mm-hmm. hazards. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to focus on. The little little things we kind of. Not that we brush them to the side, but it's a tolerance level. Yeah. The right? drawer doesn't close properly. <laughs> yeah, the drawer doesn't close. Or, you know, this door sticks. You know, it, you we used to operate in a world where, you know, home inspection lists and requests yeah. were... Every little uh, detail. Yeah. They wanted everything to be perfect. Absolutely. And it was just a different market. Buyers had more leverage. Um, but now... Really, that that's the purpose of your inspection. Your inspector is going through and they're looking at, you know, the age of the boiler, the functionality of the boiler, um, you know, uh, if there's cracks in the foundation, if there's water seeping in from somewhere, if you're losing heat through your roof. We talked about that. If there's mold in the attic. Mm-hmm. Those are all things, the, the really important stuff. Nobody is going to walk away from a house because the door doesn't stick, but cert- or the door doesn't close right, but certainly they might walk away from the house if the roof is collapsing because there's no collar ties or it wasn't framed correctly. Mm-hmm. But how would you know? You don't know that if you're not in construction, you're in it, you're, yeah. you know, a doctor. You don't know how to build a house. And something that we've said previously at shows is, um, I think it was when, when I was doing the show with Sue Bollinger, uh, sh- we were talking about who should be present during your showings and your private um, your private showings or at the open house. So, obviously, you know, anybody who has any s- skin in the game, yep. you know, any buyers that are purchasing the property, your agent should be there. They should be able to identify anything that you want to be put in your offer or know that, you know, certain things are excluded um but it's important for those people to be a part of your home inspection too but if you are going to be um waiving your home inspection you know it's it's more beneficial to you if you've already brought those people through you know so you know to to waive a home inspection totally blind and you 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 don't know anything about or the buyer doesn't know anything about construction or has never purchased a home before doesn't know anything about you know the structure of a home didn't bring anybody through who might know like it's it's a risk to take i mean this is one of the biggest financial decisions that you'll make so oh yeah i'm a lot more confident with the buyer who's seen the property potentially twice and waived their home inspection or even did info only home inspection than the buyer who was in and out in five minutes yeah and or who one of the one of the parties so i i use couples as a reference or but it could be anybody um you know, husband goes to the home inspection, but wife doesn't. Yeah. Well, wife is going to read the report and, and, and see, notice every single little detail, but and the husband was there to be like, oh, well, no, it's, it wasn't a big deal. It was just this yeah. or whatever. So I always say both, both should be there. Um, that's my personal opinion. And I, and there's, there's different ways. So I shouldn't say etiquette, but etiquette style. I think you should be following your inspector around. Yeah, I really do. So you're you're in, and asking them questions and looking at what they're looking at, because there's a big difference between what the inspector puts in the report and what the inspector says to you. Yeah, right. So home inspector might say, you know, the boiler is 20 years old. You have to um, service it yearly. I can tell that they haven't serviced it in two years. Needs maintenance, um, or it needs to be serviced. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Oil burners, that's what you do. You service them every year. You make sure that they're in good running order. It's a its a good system. Probably going to last you 30 years. 
or more if you take care of it. But what they're going to write in their report is boiler needs servicing. So if I'm not there to have the conversation with the home inspector, mm-hmm. I'm going to read that like, well, what do you, what does it mean? Yeah. Why didn't they get it serviced? Yeah. Like, have they not been maintaining it? Yeah. They haven't been how taking man- care of it. And now I got to replace it. Yeah. How how yeah. much more life can I get out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's why it's it is very important to um, to follow your home inspector around, but not not just to f- you know, find out what's wrong, but also to learn from them. So it's to fi- find out where the water shut off mm-hmm. is. It's to find out how you turn the AC on, how yep. you turn the heat on, how you turn, like, you know, things are pretty high tech right now. So these home inspectors are continuously, you know, being educated on, okay, so here's a whole new system. Now we have to, you know, learn how to essentially use it so we can inspect them you know so we we've had steve cook on um multiple times mm-hmm. um now he's in retirement yeah. <laughs> he came out or he's still doing um very periodical um very periodic i should say lead paint inspections for um Imperial. They're under new ownership now, but um, for Imperial Inspection Services. And he came out the other day, and I was like, oh, I miss you. And he was like, Mary, it's a whole different ball game. And I was like, well, I just got to say, like, I was I was sad to see to see you go, yeah. but his company is still up and running. They're still doing the same home inspections. Um, Mark, the new owner, is getting certified to do, um, I think, pest and lead paint, but he already does general inspections. Mm-hmm. So nice. They're still nice. going to be my... Yeah. My go-to guys. Your go-to, yeah. I think um, you know we have this interoffice Facebook page, mm-hmm. and somebody, I think it was Kristen Howlett, um, who has been on the show multiple times. Um, asked, she's like a regular. Yeah, she is a regular. She's no um, longer a guest anymore. I know she's she's a co-host now. <laughs> um, she, I think, put it in there. You know, who who do we use for a home inspector now? Like who you know on yeah. the South Shore and everything. But somebody did say that they still use. Um, imperial and and that they were amazing yep sam's um, used them a couple of times and you know it, it, sam and i bought um bought a investment property and steve was the per- it was after steve was the first person i called i go can i take you out of retirement <laughs> i just need you to look at this for me uh, um and he graciously did so yeah that uh, was a little side note a little side note oh yes congratulations mary baker oh thank you i don't think anybody, i don't think you've said it on the show before no i think the last so i want i want to do a show with sam as we go through the process um but i think the last show we started talking to maybe uh maybe a month before it happened was with mark styles mm-hmm. sam and i were on with mark styles and uh, mark was just going just jump just do it just do it and i go all right honey like Let's go for it. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, fate is a knocking on our door. Yeah, and it's not too far from your current residence. No, I can <laughs> see it from my kitchen window. <laughs> uh, yes, um, but but congratulations, Thank Mary you. Baker and Sam Horton. Um, you know, a lot of work ahead of lot, us. A lot of work. Lot we'll of work. do a whole show on how how it happened, what we did, <laughs> and getting renters yeah. in there yeah and see what that's about <laughs> yeah once once the hurdle's over we'll we'll get to that mm-hmm. um if Lots you want to if you want to join in on the discussion or if you just want to say hi call george at the studio 781-837-4900 we are live on facebook hello we're waving at least I am. Mary's, I look like a home inspector Mary's today. Mary's wiggling. Yeah. Mary's in uh, wor- workout gear. I'm, I'm in all Boston all Connect Boston gear. All Boston Connect gear. Um, 
but yeah, so again, 781-837-4900. We are talking home inspections. Um, okay, so where do we go from here? What do you what do you want? Oh, so I think you look like you are. So I think something important to two things to talk about is what kind of home inspections can you have? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't realize that there's multiple different layers, right? So you can do your general home inspection, where that's what we talk. We've really been talking about today is they're looking through. You're hiring the inspector to look through the structure of the main house. They don't like if there's an outhouse or a shed or a pool shed, cabana. They don't they don't inspect that unless you specifically talk to them about it. So just the main house, any attached garage that's included, detached garage. I think you'd have to tell them, but they'll still inspect. Um, then that's looking that's at probably st- for time time management wise. Well, they're going to ask you how big the house is, how many rooms the house has, how many bathrooms mm-hmm. it has, and they're able to kind of figure out how long they're going to be there, I would presume. I find that so funny because sometimes when um, buyers come to drop off checks, or sometimes even agents, not our agents, but other agents will come in and I'll say, oh, you know, what? what's that? Do you know what the property address is? And they're like, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Do you, you, don't you don't know what you just bought? What? You don't, you don't know? So it's funny that you should they know ask that. all these questions. Yeah. I should say, I should say, oh, do you know the property address? Do you know how many bedrooms, bathrooms, how many square footage? Yeah. <laughs> well, you already know it anyway. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that, that's, it's funny. But, it, but that's good but to know. So even they year built sometimes, yeah. you know, an antique house is actually not they're doing it the same way but they might be looking for different things they're going to know when they get there that it's an antique yeah but i don't know maybe an inspector would bring a different tool if they know knew that they were inspecting an antique over you know a new construction house yeah or maybe even knowing like regulations and and sort of town town uh, requirements for certain things so i would i would think that um maybe an antique would have different Oh, it sure does. Yeah. <laughs> the house that we just bought was built in 1825. It sure does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do a lot of new construction, and then I just bought, like, the oldest house in Pembroke almost. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. That's all right. That's all right. Well, um, Sharon always says that she loves antiques, and she's been doing Yeah, I got to stage that years. baby, though. You just don't, never know. Anyway, side note. Side note. Yeah. Um, but So you do your general, and they're looking for your um, health, safety, structure. Those are your main points. Um, but they are going through all of the mechanical systems of the house and uh, as well. Um, then, so talking about antiques, you can do a lead paint test. So lead paint is, um, I, I was so not typical, right? But any house built prior to 1978 or 1978, they're going to potential the the uh, not option. Well, I'm losing my word. The Potential for lead paint to be on the property exists. And if it's not tested, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So the only way for you to definitively know is to have a lead paint test. So that's kind of a, like, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil type thing. Yeah. So Massachusetts has the lead paint notification form, which is 11 pages of information just about all just about lead paint poisoning and um, how dangerous it is, how it needs to be regulated, or how, uh, not regulated, but how it needs to be remediated. And most properties will actually state that the seller has no knowledge and no reports because they've never tested. Um, so you, at that point, have to decide whether you want to test and have that information or or um, maybe 
don't want to. Mm-hmm. But that is a separate test from your general. It's paid for separately. It's you have there's different certifications for it, so not every home inspector can test for lead. Mm-hmm. So you have to find somebody who does that. Um, along with that, you can do radon. Most often, um, most inspectors that I've worked with do uh, radon tests. So radon is a health. You know, it's mm-hmm. the second leading cause of lung cancer. It's a naturally um, a natural gas that's emitted all around us and sometimes gets, gets trapped in our basements. And how do you test for that? There's two different types of tests. There's a canister test, which I actually don't know what the material in that canister is. Mm-hmm. You'd think I would, but I, I, I almost want to say it's like a charcoal. But it, um, or an electronic test, which is what we prefer, that actually measure, measures the air quality um, in the, wherever you set it up every hour on the hour for 48 hours and that gives you your average of what is acceptable the epa says anything 4.0 and below is acceptable mm-hmm. a level a reading yeah then you can do your pest inspection that's required for certain loan types um, and again not all home inspectors are pest inspectors so it's a question that should be asked um, and then they're looking for any wood boring insects antiques um, tend to have a lot of powder post beetle damage but they're also looking for termites and carpenter ants, anything that's going to eat at the structure of your house. And then well water test. I'm sure I'm missing one, but well water testing. So if you have a private well, you can also have a home inspector test uh, the water quality. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of inspection that is required by any buyers to do? No. Um, v- so from a loan perspective, yes. Mm-hmm. Um for VA, uh, VA requires that um, all houses are inspected for pests. Mm-hmm. It's funny because they don't actually require that you do a general home inspection, but you yeah. have to have a, a pest inspection. Yeah, I find that interesting. Like even, uh, even Maybe. with new construction, do they have to do mm-hmm. that? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep, you have to have a home uh, pest inspection. Oh. A person hasn't even lived in the house. A critter's will? <laughs> Who knows? How, it, could have, it might be new, but maybe the foundation was sitting there for a year. Maybe. Or the framing, and they didn't finish it. So, But maybe. that is required for it. So, But there is no requirement um, or base requirement for any conventional loan or cash buyers. Like You do not have to perform a home inspection if you did not want to, mm-hmm. except for that, to mm-hmm. my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that the, this show is important to sort of get out there that, like, you know, we've been in such a strange market for mm-hmm. so long now that, like, you hear over and over again, like, oh, we're, you know, we're giving everything that we can except for our firstborn, and, like, mm-hmm. we're still not getting houses and everything. It's like, but now, like, I feel like we're we're shifting, and we did a show last week about shifting, like, how we're seeing, you the know, market things, change, yeah. things change, and, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to waive a home inspection. You don't necessarily have to do any of these things. You know, you, you, you are purchasing something that is going to be the biggest purchase of your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you you, we want to be educated on on the house and on the property that you're purchasing. So, you know, you you don't have to sort of waive inspections. You don't have to waive certain things. You know, um, and and don't feel like you have to. You're obligated to do that. Well, I think buyers should be having conversations with their agents too to say, you know, what what are my options here? And one of the first things that I ever say when I do a, a buyer presentation is. I say we have to have a lot of transparent conversations, so we, this needs to be a trusting relationship because I'm potentially going to 
um, tell you things that you're not going to want to hear. Like nobody's going to want to hear me say, yeah, it's going to look a lot better if you waive inspection or do info only inspection when I haven't prefaced it and you've never heard about it before. Because mm-hmm. You know, you have to. There's options. There's n- you don't have to go straight to waiving. Yeah. There's a couple different things that you can do before you get there. Yeah. Um, uh, can we? Is there anything else that you want to say about this part before we move on to informational purposes only? That no, phrase. No. <laughs> no. Okay. So we've said it before, and and I it just sort of like it bugs me. It bugs me. I think it bugs a lot of people uh, in the industry where you you put in an offer that says, "Oh, you know, we're um, only going to do a home inspection for informational purposes only." Mm-hmm. End of sentence. Submit Period. my submit my offer. Okay, well, what does that mean? Like you're okay, so what if you don't like the information that you get? So mm-hmm. you're still going to walk away. So why'd you even put that sentence? Yeah. Just say you're doing a home inspection. So I think so, you know, you ha- okay, so if you go through it, you have your general home inspection. That means when you have a, a fully intact home inspection contingency, you retain your right to renegotiate or withdraw and protect your deposit within your time frame, whatever that is. It's five, seven, ten days. Um, that's what home inspection mm-hmm. is. When you start to get into informational purposes only, there's a question that's raised of, are you actually protecting? So the idea is that, all right, I'm going to perform it for my information. If I don't like that information, I'm still retaining the right to withdraw. But are you really? Because there's mm-hmm. some agents that would disagree mm-hmm. and say, no, okay, you can withdraw, but I'm keeping your $1,000 deposit or whatever yeah. your earnest money deposit was. Um, and that's my, you know, the kind of give and take there. I personally think if it, if you have an info-only home inspection, you you retain your right to withdraw because mm-hmm. I can still say I don't like that information. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize, you know, that the structure of the house was as bad as it is or that there's a huge crack in the foundation yeah. um, that maybe can't be repaired and has caused all this damage. You can't make me buy the house. And, I mean, maybe you might get an agent who wants to fight you on it but if i had to if i chose to walk away from a thousand dollars over get, getting myself into a structurally unsound house i'd probably do that yeah you know it, it's not you know having the thousand dollars isn't really a lot of skin in the game so you can just walk away you know some people some people can um walk away from that and um one of our agents um probably maybe a month ago accepted an offer the offer stated that they were waiving home inspection but then through conversation after it was accepted it was oh no my client does want to do a home inspection but um you know it's for informational purposes only and then as the conversation got on it was well you know if this came up then they you know Mm. would walk away and then this this and this and you know our agent was just like well wait a minute Mm mm-hmm your client signed an offer and you submitted it on my property that said waive home inspection. Yeah, that was it. Well, so, so now, wh- why are you getting into? Oh, it's for informational purposes only. Well, but if we get information X Y Z, that's then why we're it's gonna so walk vague. Away. Well, that's then, why it, no. it kills me. The info only kills me mm-hmm. because it's there's so much gray area or so much left up for interpretation that you have the bu- you have the buyer who thinks, okay, well, I can't. What's actually stopping me from going back to the seller and trying to renegotiate? Yeah. Nothing. 
Absolutely, absolutely nothing. I can ask for anything. They can still say no, and that's just the same as any general home inspection, like your mm-hmm. fully intact home mm-hmm. inspection. You can make any requests that you want. Um, your agent should be advising you if they're reasonable yeah. or not. But the seller can agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. They don't have to do anything. And that's what I mean when I say it's a tolerance level of, all right, what am I willing to tolerate when I'm going through home inspection? What is acceptable to me? What is not acceptable? What do I want to talk to the seller about? What do I want fixed in order for me to feel like it's safe for me to move into this house? Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the other stuff, all the nitpicky stuff I say, you know, mm-hmm. welcome to home ownership, man. Yeah. Don't buy an 1825 house. guys it's a fun story (laughs) um but i also think that it's important to say that this we're specifically talking about where i mean we have our licenses in massachusetts i know that there are states that require every buyer to do a home inspection i think i didn't even know that yeah i think uh, or maybe it's like certain programs or maybe it's different but i know like in florida like you have to have a home inspection well i mean they do escrow differently too so sometimes yeah. you perform your home inspection like you have a 30-day grace period this is funny this is completely off topic mm-hmm. um but i just recently found out that in the state of new york closing is actually a window of time so mm-hmm. They give you a like a, almost like a 30-day window and say July 1st is the last possible day or like the first possible day that you would close. They can technically close any day from July 1st to August 1st. Mm. So if your offer says closing is July 1st, and if there's anybody in New York listening to us like or on watching this on Facebook, um, feel free to school me on it. But um, we have a friend that's buying in New York right now, and he—he he was trying to explain it to me, and I was like, "So when do you? How know? do you know when to move? When do you? How do you know when to set up your movers? When is your? When is your closing date? Who determines the closing date? So it's a 30-day window from whatever is in the offer. So if I've so if weird. I've said you know I'm closing on July 1st, you can they can actually close anywhere between July 1st and August 1st. I go, they gotta be able like tell you right like i wouldn't even make any sense that's operating in limbo for me yeah that's too broad talk about being broad yeah (laughs) vague vague yeah vague i don't know like what does that even mean you have 30 days okay yeah well so we'll see you in i was like so they can just call you up and hey we're closing tomorrow and he was like no no no. they have to like give me a heads up like all right how much of a heads up i I don't like see you tomorrow 9 a.m i have no intentions of moving to new york or getting licensed in new york because i think my mind couldn't handle it i'd be too stressed out all the time (laughs) yeah um that's 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 tough but yeah different states do everything like i know well i keep going back to florida but like florida you don't do offers you go right to purchase purchase and sales well there's some like there's some areas of massachusetts that do that as well yeah strange i know um we're just just too used to our, our market, <laughs> our market. So info only. There's a couple of different ways that you and I actually um, saw this written into an offer recently, where I liked this language. So when I do info only, I do still leave a little bit of vagueness in mind, right? Because my job is to protect the buyer. So info only home inspections, barring any um, extensive structural safety or health concerns, or and that's literally how I write it. What's extensive? Extensive could mean something different to me than it does to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's just kind. Of, and then I have a conversation with the agent saying, you know, the this is what they're looking for. They're looking for anything that's structural, safety, or health. If it's not one of those things, we're not going to renegotiate on it. Um, but recently, I received an offer where she actually wrote into the offer, 
informational purposes only. Buyer will not use any of the findings to renegotiate, mm-hmm. um, renegotiate or ask for money off. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so she said even in the offer. Yeah. So you, you, I know at that point you're not coming back to me with anything. Yeah. You're still retaining, in my opinion, the right to withdraw if, you know, your tolerance level has just their threshold has been met. But I know that they're not going to renegotiate on anything. Mm-hmm. Then there's also, it's really not um, info only. It's an inspection with a monetary value put towards it. Yeah. So buyer is inspecting for um, doing performing a home inspection and is willing to uh, take on con- any concerns up to $20,000. Um, and then anything over $20,000 in collective repairs they might um, renegotiate on or would like to to withdraw. Mm -hmm. So you're putting a monetary number on that. Again, depending on the age of the house, you could make up a whole, (laughs) I mean, a boiler, a boiler in an AC unit, Mm $20,000, you know, not an AC unit, but a condenser and an air handler. Um, So that's, uh, that's the route that I think a lot of people have been starting to go. Putting a number on it putting a number on it saying like 20,000 or 10,000, 5,000. It used to be in our old forms, our G bar forms, that it was like a hundred dollars. You know, you, they had an actual area where you could write in, you know, yeah. se- seller or buyer is willing to, will not renegotiate on repair items lower than a thousand dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. Now we're just seeing that number become greater and greater and greater. And what it does for the seller what something like that does for the seller is giving the seller confidence that they really, really want this house if they're willing to take on this much worth of repairs. And, you know, barring the condition of the house, it might be worth it to you. If it's new construction, most certainly. Yeah. Well, so what what do you think happens after or what is what's something that you've experienced that, you know, you accepted an offer that didn't have a home inspection, but now all of a sudden they do want one once they got their offer accepted? Because I feel like we were seeing this for a little while where it's like mm. they would do anything possible to get their offer accepted. And then once it was signed and accepted, they gave their check and then, oh, well, let me get this person in. Let me do this. Let me get a, oh, can I come in for measurements? Oh, can I, I just want to bring an electrician through. So this actually happened to me. I, I haven't seen it recently because I almost feel like agents are cooperating a little bit better with each other now because it's been such a roller coaster of a road that, you know, the agents, uh, you know, we're, we're being very upfront and, you know, everybody wants these deals to be coming together and these deals to be happening. But I did have it once where, this was several years ago at this point, they had waived their home inspection. So buyers put an offer on one of our listings. They had waived, and I think you were you were definitely with us at the time because I lost my mind. Um, they waived their home inspection, and then the agent reached out to me, and she said, hey, do you mind if the buyers, so we were waiting for purchase and sales agreement to be signed, um, do you mind if the buyers just come by for a few measurements? Like, you know, we were um, in and out so quick, yada, yada, yada. I don't know. can't remember at this point what the excuse was. And I thought I was being nice. I was like, I have no reason to mistrust this person. Of course, absolutely. I'll meet you over there. When she ever showed up with a home inspector, I was like, mm, nope, that's not happening. You're not getting into the house. You do not have the ability to yeah. perform a home inspection. No, yeah. that that no. person ruined it for everybody. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But if you waive a home inspection with me, you are not getting into that house before purchase and sales agreement. Yeah. That so is our rule. sort of go into that. I know we only have a couple more minutes left, but go into that. So like how many times a buyer can get into the house? Um, so usually within the purchase and sales agreement app, so if you uh, offer gets accepted, you waive your home inspection, you have no right to re-enter that house until after your purchase and sale is signed. So in your purchase and sale, they will give you um, a few times to access the property for the sake of receiving you know, quotes from contractors or measuring. Usually it's between three and five times. It is a negotiable um, term. But yeah. also your final walkthrough is part of that. Your final walkthrough is part of that. I would say the longer the closing term is, the more, so if you're, you know, you have a four-month closing, you might want an extra visit. But if you have a 30-day closing, three should be absolutely sufficient, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, that, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that one. But also I think it's important to say that they, you've 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 had to say to um, buyers, agents, yeah, you can perform a home inspection after you sign purchase and sales. Oh, yeah. So I think that's one that's getting pushed back on a lot now is if, so truly, I'm seeing a lot of listing agents say, if your home inspection is truly only for their information and you're not going to renegotiate and you're not going to withdraw, then just do it after purchase and sales agreement. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is, there's more monetary funds that are put down at purchase and sale. So now we're not talking about a $1,000 deposit that I could, I, I might potentially be okay with walking away from. We're talking upwards of twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars mm-hmm. $40,000. So a lot of buyers aren't then going to yeah, risk. Yeah, it's a little bit different than risking $1,000. <laughs> yeah, risk, you know, going through and then not being able to move forward. But I think that if, if you truly are doing a home inspection for informational purposes only, it shouldn't matter when you do it. So have a little bit more skin in the game. Make the seller feel a little bit more comfortable. Make everybody you know, feel a little bit more comfortable that you are serious about that verbiage. Yeah. And don't put that verbiage in if you don't mean it. A hundred percent. Don't the the days of sneaking around and getting somebody There's no in. Sneaking. It's not it's not happening happening anymore. No. I think we have maybe two minutes left, a minute left, whatever. Any final thoughts? I this is like a big topic and we could literally talk about this all night. But yeah, I just think have your home inspections. Know your options, have your home inspections if you can. We are definitely re entering a market that is more buyer friendly than we've seen previously and where buyers are spend expending more money um, to get these houses, I think it's important that you know what you're getting into. Yeah, it is very important. I just had one on my own on uh, on the two family. So I'm a real estate agent. I know what I'm looking for. Yeah. I really do. But I had somebody come in and give me some peace of mind. So if a realtor won't even wave it on their own, you shouldn't wave it on yours. So thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks, Mary, for joining me in the studio. I'm acting like it's my show, but it's not. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. So you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Go to talkrealestateroundtable.com for our past shows.